I was supposed to tell this story about how Kane had this girlfriend that he killed in a car crash. And it was just insane. And it ends up, I'm at a funeral home with a dummy in a coffin. Oh, my God. With Kane's mask on, pretending I'm Kane, I'm on top of the coffin having mock sex with this mannequin. Oh my God, no! And, oh and, Jesus Christ! Oh yeah, and and Vince is yelling at me. God damn it! Do it harder! Make more noise and stuff. It's got to be over the top. I really did. I screwed your brains out. We have a lot to talk about because. Uh, um, we got dynamite that we saw tonight. We got collision to talk about. We got money in the bank coming up. Forbidden doors coming up. Uh, uh, there's a lot of you and I are actually going to a show to see uh, Speedball Mike Bailey and Jacob Fatu and a bunch of people on Sunday. <laughs> Don't be <as> well. jealous. <laughs> oh, you two can be like us. Uh, that's pretty funny. All right, the numbers are in for collision. Um, Eight hundred thousand viewers, and it beat dynamite in the demo. Um, I, I didn't, I think that's good. Not great. That's fine. Wait a minute. Hold um, on a second. It beat yeah. dynamite in the demo. Yeah. It had I, a, I haven't seen the numbers. I don't know. In the 18 to 49 demo collision ranked third on the cable charts for the point three three that tops the point three Oh, uh, rating of last week's dynamite. Okay. Well, three, three higher than point three Oh. So I guess CM Punk is the new demo God. <laughs> Well, I thought, hard to argue that. I thought a million would be like a clear win. I thought a million, anything beyond a million would have been like a grand slam. Uh, 800,000 is not bad. I mean, it's not a disaster. It's good. I think the people at Warner Brothers Discovery who are licking their wounds from a not great weekend of the flash. <laughs> yeah, that's now pretty miserable, huh? They're fucking up movies that they uh, inherited now. Oh, I saw. I went and saw Flash last night. I like. I, I, I like the Flash movie. It's fine. You know, I've always even going back to when I was a kid and we had the uh, the uh, well, we'll just we'll, we'll just call it like you know, call a spade a spade here. They were they were boy dolls. You know, you had the, you, you, the oh yeah the superheroes, the Justice sure. League. You know, Batman, Superman, and all that stuff. And Flash was my favorite. Yeah. I loved the, when I had the Flash. Man, I mean, I know he's you know kind of separate from all that but there when all those guys started coming out and all i like the flash i wanted to be the flash for halloween all that shit they've got one more shot at something to do for warner brothers discovery this summer and it's the blue beetle uh the blue beetle features a hispanic uh guy who who turns into kind of a beetle character so they feel like they can bring in the hispanic audience with this and trust me they're going to fuck it up <laughs> they're going yeah to fuck it up. <laughs> I, I mean, just from what you s- described, yeah. That's, well, they're idiots. They're yeah. just idiots. They're just the biggest bunch of dumbass idiots you ever, like, the stupidest people that you ever worked for in radio got <laughs> jobs that are in Hollywood now. Right? That's Warner so Brothers scary, man. <laughs> I know, it's true. That's so good. Oh, my, people just don't know. I mean, you know, people that don't know radio just don't know that shit. Like, so the stuff dumb. you and Brad talk about sometimes. <laughs> yeah. On the Man, if if you, God, man, people, you get PTSD sometimes, don't you? You Oh God! Oh my God! Oh my God! (laughs) You just don't know. These these are geniuses to be like, hey, what's our spring promotion going to be? We're painting the prize wheel yellow. All right, got it. That's gonna be it. He's not kidding, people. (laughs) Here's what we got to do: new keychains. 
New keychains coming up for the big fall promotion, everybody. It's gonna be huge. Um, so I think I, they're jokes. People think they're jokes. <laughs> no, it's all real. Suits are the same wherever you go. It just doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it just it's all relative. I know. If it's like a four station, you know, cluster in Fayetteville, North Carolina, or if it's like a Hollywood, you know, multi-billion dollar churning out bullshit. Yeah, it's just different levels and, and different different products of it. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, but no, the, right. the flash, the flash was good. Not great. I enjoyed it. And I, you know, it probably deserved a bigger audience, but the person they have playing the flash is kind of a piece of shit. So it's really great for the LGBT community. Cause they are the first non-binary asshole. So great that they've graduated that they have somebody. Well, now, great. That's great. <laughs> it really is kind of fantastic for, and salute to you pride month. Mm. Hey, I think Stephen Amell is going to be at the uh, galaxy con. Great, he's a huge, re- you know, he's a huge wrestling fan, of course. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think they finally got a premiere for Heel season two on Stars, and I think okay. it's either July or August because they went through a thing. It's been filmed; it's been in the can, as they say. I know for six months, maybe longer. Uh, and then Lionsgate was going through this corporate thing where they were divorcing from um, Stars was divorcing from Lionsgate, and all that stuff had to be worked out and. I think it's going to be July or August is when they're going to have season two of Heels. Very, very good stuff. Okay. I think you I and I wrote any episodes. I've just read a little bit about it. That's about oh, it. Oh, no. it's The first season was very, very good. Okay. Was, yeah. The first season was excellent. Um, so uh, I think we were both on the same page. We thought Collision was really a good show. Uh, people that were not inclined to like that much. I thought Andrade looked better than Andrade's looked in a long time. Yeah, I, you know, I'll give him his due on that. I, and, and I think you and I are kind of on the same page as far as that goes with Anjade, too, as far right. as, like, his work and just overall since, really since he left NXT, to be brutally honest. I mean, for me, anyway, ever since I he, think so. you know, when he was LCN or what was it? Uh, I'm sorry. Um, Andrade, El Cielo, yeah, Merdo. CN. San, Sangria, yeah. Merdo. Twata. Uh, yeah. Whatever two. he was. Number two. <laughs> does, does. Yes. <laughs> but uh, ever, ever since that uh, departure from NXT or the move up, I guess I should say, it's, uh, I don't know. I've been very iffy on him. And you can say the same with Miro, too, to be honest there. But Miro I think a lot right. of that was just the whole writing shit with the Lana. And, uh, they, they really yeah, just they, they just, fucked him up when they booked him over on AEW, and he was coming out with those, uh, those you know, $1,500 Mickey Mouse T-shirts or whatever he was doing. He was well, the best man and all that shit when they first booked oh, him. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, AEW is a whole separate. Yes, yes, you're totally right. I was just, just really just talking about WWE when he moved up from NXT. They effed him up with the whole line of but yes aw with that whole best man that's horrible yes that was and that again that was part of the the you know the old cm punk podcast with uh cole cabana was that he said that miro when he came up was scared to death of cm punk i mean he said what do you want me to do he goes, i'll just stomp on you he goes, no you got to come in the ring and do something cool to me because like this is your first shot to come in the ring and do let them see you you gotta like do a cool move on me or kill me or something we we, we gotta make you look good you know, the very selfish, awful CM Punk who was a poison to every locker room he's ever walked in. Yeah, that guy. That, that's the one. But Miro looked great. Andrade looked great. The women's match was whatever. And then the, the main event was tremendous. I thought it was main great. event was good. I mean, I, you know, I, I thought it would be good. I, I'm never a fan. I'll say it again of the big anything more than a four people in a tag team match. 
but um sometimes i get into them and that was kind of one of the ones i got into just because of basically who was involved but um who all was involved so and then uh, on rampage uh you know daddy briscoe pulling off some moves and then aubrey ends up dad how about dad aubrey ends up with the the win on that one the figure four oh my god she slapped the figure four on karen jared who by the way still gets hotter how does it happen i don't know i don't know god bless her what did i see brian solomon right let me see what Brian Solomon or he said something like, uh, may the ghosts of Eddie Marlin and Jerry Jarrett forever haunt AEW for that travesty they per- perpetrated on Dynamite tonight. Are they referring He's, to the the concession stand brawl? That okay. Which was never meant to be like that or whatever, but you gotta just you gotta take it for what you it take is. Take it for what it is, exactly. Gotta, I mean, I mean it's in the it's in the name of the match. Okay. Right. You can't it's like <laughs> like the hallowed name of the Concession stand brawl, um, which featured a lot of mustard and stuff. And if you tread on those memories, God help you. I, I'm just gonna say right now, I think Eddie Marlin's ghost has better things to do. He's got better, I, better I, people to haunt. I, I think, yeah, I think, yeah, I think the list is pretty long there, and that's not very near the top at all. <laughs> With all, all due respect to <laughs> Jeff Jarrett's uh, grandfather and his father, I believe they got they got b- bigger fish to fry than going after the people who did that tonight. Although there's Daddy Briscoe again pulling out the moves again tonight well, yeah, on Wednesday know, night Dynamite. I mean, Wednesday night, yeah. I mean, I was I was impressed. I didn't really know what to expect from him. That was kind of a out of left field thing for me when he said that's who the other person was going to be when Mark Briscoe said that. So, but yeah, yeah, I was impressive. It was fun. So they had uh dynamite. For you and I are lost Mark Briscoe. My, well, it's Mark Briscoe is just a fucking man. I mean, he's the well, guy right now is. and, and fucking daddy Briscoe to be able to pull this shit out. Like he does. That's God almighty. It's tremendous. Um, so they had a pretty big, order tonight is they had to really kind of get a lot of stuff done to tidy things up for forbidden door this weekend on the uh, dinamito they start out with the guns taking on the hardies and the guns cheated and won you know okay i'm gonna say it i'm just gonna say it poo poo me if you will the freaking guns are growing on me man yeah i think they're over I think they're over. I got. I got to say, as heels, they're 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 exactly where they need to be as heels. I'll say that. I, yep. I, I think they're very. Uh, as, we'll say. Well, I think they're very Dominic Mysterio esque. Yeah, if and, you can get in that sweet spot there, that's where you draw the money, honestly. And they're they're good, chicken shit, arrogant kind of heels. They really are, and I I, I have to I have to I give them props for that because they've really leaned into it. Uh, no, I think you're. Yeah, I don't think I, you're and, crazy and they've about that grown. at all. They've grown with their gimmick, you know. I yeah. think so. And, and and here's here's another thing. I think um, I think you'll agree with this that they. Oh shit! Now I've lost my train of thought. Um, um, the guns. Yeah, about the guns. They 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 they. Um, I was going to say something about the uh, the way they've uh, grown, but the way they work. Are they working better than you think? Yeah. Oh, they're they're definitely working, but I think I you know. I think they get the business for one thing that people give them shit for, you know, the way they, you know, kind of, you know, hurdled things that they didn't or or didn't have to hurdle things that other people did because of who their dad is and all that sort of stuff. But, you know, and, and, and and I'll be honest with you, here's what I was going to say. I just thought of, I think that early on that I think they were kind of bordering on go away heat. 
Would would you not agree with that? Yeah, that white heat for sure. The, the X-Pac yeah. heat, they call it, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the X-Pac heat. And I think they cannot overcame that, which that's hard to do sometimes, you know? Yes. It's not easy. So, I mean, at least with me, I don't, I don't, and because I was kind of in that crowd too, almost of the go away heat. But like I said, they've just kind of grown on me. And I think it's, that's, you know, all to their credit for winning me over. Cause I'm yeah, a stubborn ass bastard sometimes about that shit. <laughs> Post match, Jay White drops Matt with a Blade Runner while Robinson dropped Jeff with a left hand of God. Matt <laughs> was about to suffer the same fate when absolute Ricky Starks ran out to make the save, but was quickly outnumbered. Here comes FTR and the crowd starts chanting for CM Punk. Of course C. they do. CM Punk. He comes out, cult of personality, place goes banana, and they clear the ring. That's good stuff. Uh, the challenge. See. Uh, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm, well, I'm, the challenge I'm, is on for Saturday uh, at, at Collision. Uh, Punk took the microphone issue to challenge for Collision on Saturday. He said he's not even supposed to be on Dynamite. <laughs> he's breaking all the rules, dude. He just happened to be backstage. That's all. Yeah. What were you, you supposed what were you to be say? there? No, I was just, uh, I was, I think I was going to jump ahead on, on what may have happened. I, I missed a little chunk there. I hadn't gone back to watch. So th- I don't want to say anything that may or may not have happened. Uh, Mark Briscoe defeating Jeff Jarrett in the concession stand brawl. Uh, that was pretty funny. That was, that was Paul Turner. That was because it took forever for them to get the cue because he's keeping them separate. And Jeff's like throwing popcorn at Mark. <laughs> All right, ring the bell. Bell? It's a mustard match. Come on, you- man. There's no bell. That's great. Uh, but I mean, it turned out about as well as you could. You had the. I mean, you know, yeah. The, I mean, like you said, it's take it for what it is. He had the cameo appearance from uh, Daddy Briscoe, and he helps win the the match, and he's fine. It's good. Yep. 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 Uh, backstage, the BCC are with Don Callis and Konsuke take a shit. <laughs> <laughs> John Moxley issues a five-on-five challenge to the elite. Uh, Moxley said the Rainmaker will have a nightmare on Sunday thanks to the best wrestler in the world. Ooh, best in the world. Hmm. wonder if that's going to come up later on. To wow, home. okay, okay. Hmm. I think that's setting up for something later, probably. Um, although you you have to you have to give props to – I mean, Danielson and Okada is a dream match. I don't know if they've done a great deal to promote it and everything like they should have. That's kind of a dream match. Yeah, they. I, I think you're right. I don't think they promoted it as much as they probably should have because, you know, I, I may be wrong on this <clears throat> just because I'm older. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> uh, but, I, you know, I don't know. I, I think just because I, 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 as popular as Okada is, I still think there are a lot of people out there who really aren't as familiar with him as maybe they should be. Correct. And I think that, you know, is, is that why you think they, they try, or just for the match itself? I just think Which they have done enough, I don't think they've done enough promotion in general for it because they've been kind of scrambling around trying to figure out what they're going to do with Collision and trying well, to move this piece uh, over well, here. It's then, not because they haven't submitted any other shows or anything. <laughs> then it's like we got to we got to figure out what's going on, on Rampage, which is what, so important. And then you got to move this piece over here, and then these people don't like these people, and then all of a sudden you end up. I, it would be very nice if uh, the geniuses at Warner Brothers Discovery would give them like an hour or some somehow. I don't know to to actually just do like a, a a special promoting you know and preparing people for um for for the uh, for Forbidden Door on Sunday. What but they could do, know. you know, is uh, you know other people have done this 
several times, you know, is like have something like that uh, on, on like a, a TNT or a TBS, like the first hour of it, like the pre-show. Like I would just make it. I, I would just make Rampage a one-hour preview of Open Door on Friday if it was me. That's what I would do. I would be like, oh, we don't have, to yeah. have people wrestling or anything. We'll just make a one-hour preview, and people will do the storylines, and we'll have stupid-ass Excalibur like, oh, this is great, and it goes back to Tiger Mask, and then the you know, all this bullshit that he does. Oh, yeah, him. Yeah, and I remember It's, 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 it's going to be great. And there's uh, Ricky Dozan. You know, all that shit that he does. And then he Yes, kind of, very familiar. All. Very familiar. Yeah. Mask Wasn't, and all. And that was maybe the most refreshing part, I thought, of Collision was that announcing team. Kevin Kelly and Nigel McGinnis. Wow. I, I like them. I like them going into it. I, I like great. Before I even heard who, I mean, before I even listened to them commentate on this. I, I do say, I will say, I, as much as I like them, they sounded a little um, first time ish. I'm not, and not first time ish as being behind a microphone, first time as, as far as like a new program is concerned, trying to get the feel of everything, you know, trying to, trying to get the, the whole vibe of, of, of the show and everything. And it was like, it, and I'm not saying it made it off, but you could just tell it wasn't like, Tony and those guys, they just feel like you're, you know, they could, they're got their feet kicked up at home on the, on the sofa, you know, calling it. And Kevin and, and, and Nigel just felt a little stiff, not much, but just enough to where yeah. it felt like it was a little new, but not, I, I don't mean, and I probably went more than I should on that as far as critiquing them, but That's I fine. just, but I like them and I went and, but the only other person I wish they would have got thought or thought about, I don't know if they did think about it, was, was Riccoboni. And well, I yeah, I don't know what they're going to do with Riccoboni. You know, he's great. He's really, really good. Riccoboni and, and, and Caprice Coleman together are great. Yeah, I think so too, man. I think they're very underrated, man. I really do. But yeah, I like that. I, I, I definitely like Kevin and Nigel, and I think they will grow with that with the show. I think they will become more comfortable with it, of course, as we go on. And um, best wishes to good old Jr. as he heals up, dude. Kind of tell me like something, dude. Tell me something. How do you fall all the time and <clears> hit <throat> the same eye? <clears throat> I'm just, I'm just, wrong. I'm just posing a question. It, it's just so obvious to me. Why are, are people not saying anything about this? I think, I think it's beyond time for people to step. I mean, he's been, I think he's been self medicating ever since his wife died, pretty I, clearly. Right. And I get it, man. I mean, I don't I know, but, this, it, but it, I get it. You know, it's that it's that generation. Uh, I'm not going to admit there's a problem. I'm not going to admit anything. And, you know, you, you can you can fucking just pride yourself into the fucking ground, literally six feet under. So I hope that he addresses it. And I, it was a horrible thing that happened to Jan. It's a horrible thing. And it would be very difficult for anybody to deal with. But that doesn't mean that you now have license to drink yourself to death. You know, and I, right. I do hope and, and you're and you're really. And you're hurting yourself in so many different ways. It's it's not good. And uh, yeah, I think he's getting drunk and falling down on a pretty regular basis. I think that's what's happening. Um, and he does need to chill out. And, 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 and how do you sober. hit your eye like that? How do you do that? I mean, people just, well, you just like hit drunk, the corner dude. of a table instead all the time. I don't know. I don't man. know. I don't know. He's just getting drunk and falling down a lot, and he needs to stop. Um, and you know, heal up. He'll be, he'll be a much better yeah, JR the next time you see him. Sure. I hope that's what that, I mean, I, I hope that's what stepping back to heel means. 
I, I that's how I took it. I hope that that's was pretty. That I, I think everything here is pretty obvious to me. I'm not going to read too deep into it, but everything about it seemed very obvious to me. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I can't believe he, they let him fly up there, and then he was on the air, and then and dude, I was so shocked. Weird. I was so shocked. Yeah. Very weird. Uh, Chris Jericho, Sammy Guevara, Minoru Suzuki defeated Action Andretti, Darius Martin, and AR Fox. Uh, whatever. <laughs> Very much over uh, Chris Jericho these days. Uh, Post match, Renee Paquette interviews the winning team in the ring as she asked Jericho about being face to face with Sting for the first time. Jericho ripped the microphone from her hands and called it a monumental moment in wrestling history. Everyone was excited except Jericho, called Sting a whore. We're showing up wherever the highest bidder is. Uh, project Munch Kettle? God, no uh, doubt. Jericho issued a challenge to Sting, Darby Allen, and partner to face the Suzuki gods at Forbidden Door. Sting and Allen walked to the ring as Sting put his arm around Jericho and said they accept the challenge and they're going to figure out who the, the third man is, the fourth man is, whatever it is. Uh, fifth man. Fifth man, man. Come on. Fifth man, <laughs> number five. Tony Schiavone and RJ City are RJ City's a fucking entertaining guy. He's a very entertaining guy. That who's that? That who's interview that? that he had, RJ City, the guy that was with Shivani drawing the names. Oh, drawing the names. Oh yeah, that dude. He's uh he does that A A E W uh cast thing. It's pretty funny. Oh okay okay. Tony Skiavon and RJ City are backstage with names in the tumbler. They draw a couple, and Shivani goes, very interesting, <laughs> and says nothing. Um, <laughs> no, what was that? I didn't get that. Just, are you, you trying to pique our interest, I guess? Yeah, well, it pays off later. So, I mean, give him credit guess, for that. I guess, I guess. The elite, the, the elite backstage talking about the BCC's challenge earlier in the night. The hangar said that while the numbers don't look to be in their favor, they do have friends all over. Kenny Omega said, thankfully, a lot of people hate Don Callis and Konsuke Takashita as Eddie Kingston walks into the shot. While Kingston doesn't like the elite, he hates Claudio Castagnoli more, so he'll team with the elite. But he gets to name the final partner. The elite accept the terms, and Kingston walks out of the frame. Adam Cole and MJF face off. We'll just go ahead and skip to the finish on this one where they both tell Tony Schiavone to shut up in stereo, which was pretty funny. <laughs> and then Shivani goes, "Hey, for the black for the blind tag team title, uh, first name picked was Adam Cole, and second name picked was uh, Max. <laughs> no, no, I won't do that. No, no. I do love the reluctant tag team. That's pretty funny. It um, is. It kind of takes you back to the territory days, almost." Hiroshi Tanahashi appeared on the big screen, talked about his challenge last week to MJF, who was going to reject the challenge again when Gold goaded him into accepting it with Channing Coward. Uh, MJF accepts the challenge as Cole pats him on the shoulder and says, good luck, Patna. The brackets are in for the Owen Hart Foundation Tournament. Okay, I have questions. Go ahead. What are your, what are your questions? I actually have one question. What's the question? A question. A major yeah. question. Yeah. I, you know what? I'm just going to do this. You go ahead and read it, and then you tell me what my question is. Are you going to go through some of the some of the something. matchups we're going to see? I'm just going to say one, one name in particular. But go ahead. All right. CM Punk. I think it stands like a fucking sore thumb. But go ahead. <laughs> CM Punk against uh, Satoshi Kojima. Roderick Strong against Samoa Joe. 
Dustin Rhodes against Powerhouse Hobbs, and absolute Ricky Starks against Juice Robinson. Okay, tell me. Come on. Uh, I guess you would say probably the Dustin Rhodes Powerhouse Hobbs. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And your objection to that particular one would be if you would articulate it. No, okay, okay. I shouldn't say it like that. I just thought... No, all right. I, I, I probably presented that probably so wrong, like I do everything else. But I, I, I just, <laughs> I, it just struck me as where did this, where did Dustin Rhodes yeah, come from in all this? It is kind of yeah. Where, where has I mean, Dustin Rhodes has been like training people and mopping up backstage? Yes, right, <laughs> right. That's great. And and all of a sudden he's in, he's vying for this. Uh, okay, well you know, good for him, I guess. But it's oh, he's a like, real contender. What? I think he's a strong contender. Well, you know, you know, here's the thing about stuff like that to me. If you're going to put somebody like that in there, let them make a run for it and, and make a big thing about it. And at least maybe not let them win it. Maybe let them win it, but at least let them get to the finals and make it, you know, something. Because, I mean, if he just goes in and loses the first round, okay, big, anybody, they could put anybody in there. And they but just don't put you- Dustin Rhodes in there for him to go in there. And what's what what purpose would that be for him? Well, counterpoint would be like him, you know, powerhouse Hobbs, who is an up and comer and has not been shiny lately. He gets to put him over, and then all of a sudden, oh, he beat this veteran. He beat this guy that's been in the ring for thirty years, and you know, was has been a WWE champion and everything else. So that really gives powerhouse Hobbs some shine going into the next round. Okay, all right. Back I, to my point. I, 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 <laughs> I got another point. All right. Yeah. Let's. I'm, I'm gonna reverse that. What you just said. How about if Dustin Rhodes beats Powerhouse Hobbs at his kind of peaking time right now and Powerhouse Hobbs, you know, has issues with that. That kind of leads to another storyline within itself about him losing to Dustin Rhodes. And then that gets Dustin Rhodes momentum to go to the next, whoever's appointed is next or whatever. I mean, I'm, you know, I don't know how they're going to do it, but I'm just saying it to me, if you're going to put a Dustin Rhodes in there like that, I, I wish they would let him make a story above it and, and let him. And, and and it would be more interesting for me uh, instead of all these goddamn tournaments all every which way you look, you know. Kind of, it's kind of. I mean, it's almost sad that like Owen Hart's name is attached to this because it's like, no, man. Thank you for saying that. Thank you. It has the. That. I mean, it has the the possibility of being. To me, clearly, if you're going to elevate somebody, this is very much like Money in the Bank and what you were and I were talking about the other day. L.A. Knight needs to fucking win Money in the Bank, and I think when you look at this Owen Hart thing. Clearly, Ricky Starks needs to win this thing. Like, Ricky Starks needed a rocket under his ass and has needed one for a long time and has been begging for it and done everything he's supposed to do. Um, and he, it's like, eh, he's all just like, eh, almost yeah. there. Yeah, eh. so close. So, yeah, and I think Money in the Bank is sh- shaping up. It looks like they're going to put put the thing on Logan Paul. That's what I think. What you think like. so? Honest to God, it you think feels so? like that. I'm just trying Don't to I'm just say trying to prepare, that. I'm just trying to prepare myself for the ultimate shock, dude. You got You got to prepare yourself for <laughs> you it. No, I guess I should too. I really guess I should too, dude. If you I do it, you're gonna be it. you're gonna be thirty percent less pissed off when it happens. <laughs> well, I'm gonna tell you what. I, I, you know, at the rate it's going, and I know you're not a big TikTok guy and all, but yeah, I, I've noticed on TikTok on on, on the wrestling TikTok. That there's a lot of people talking about LA Knight, a lot of people putting up stuff like it's hard to believe this was LA Knight six months ago, and they put up, you know, some entrance from him coming out, you know, and it was like lukewarm, you know, yeah, 
and they put and compared it to the last the other night when he came out. Oh my god, it's if not even can, uh, it was oh dude, crazy. If you can come out of that Mountain Dew pitch black match and still have some momentum. Oh, you're your daddy. I don't give a shit who what anybody says. You are the fucking man if you can come out of that shit. Yeah, who'd have thought that? Who'd have thought he he would be the one about of him and and the fiend to come out of that? Yeah, you know oh, where they are now. <laughs> uh, the women's tournament is Athena versus Billy Starks at the Zero Hour Forbidden Door Door. Anna J against Sky Blue. That's going to be on Rampage. Well, there's a reason to tune in. <laughs> I, you know. Just add their two ages up is all I got to say. Why don't they just, they should just go on, on Dynamite in front of go, AW Rampage, we dare you to tune in. <laughs> you pervs. <laughs> we fucking dare you. <laughs> uh, Nyla Rose takes on Willow Nightingale on Collision, and next Wednesday it's Ruby Soho against Shit Taker in a rematch <laughs> of last year's final. Well, there you go. That's be good. I mean, that's, they, they've spaced it out nicely. So they got a little bit here yeah. and a little bit there and a little bit. I get that. Okay. Well, they, well they've got enough, you know, enough programs, right? Of course they do. Hmm. I just hate that AEW Dark is being left in the lurch. Isn't that horrible? God, it's so sad. It's just so, so depressing. sad. The, oh, I loved AEW Dark. That time they had that match with the... Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. And I then uh, that time the guy came and he ran in the ring and mm-hmm. uh, did that thing. That was good that, shit there. God, man, I'll never forget that. That was so good. <laughs> Please put together a reel of the of the dark highlights and make it last more than two minutes. <laughs> like, I dare I'm just you. Say, even drunk JR doesn't watch dark. <laughs> I'm just saying. Woo! Ah. That was Dean Martin roast level right there. When I get to hell, the devil's going to say, "Here's why you're here." Oh. <laughs> New, uh, NJPW TV champion Zack Saber Jr. and Daniel Garcia defeating AW International champion Orange Cassidy and ROH Pure champion Katsuyori Shibata. Uh, it, was, it was good. They uh, the Dapper Yapper did fuck up the entrance though on on uh, Orange. Yeah, I know. I, when you when you texted me that, I I didn't catch that first time around. He had a lot more to put in. It's a tag team match. It's this, that, that, that. and he's the, and then he had to step on the vocal. He, he jumps on Mickey Thomas's vocal there. I did, I, and I watched it. I didn't even I, see. That's the shit I'd pick up on. I'm oh, I'm, I should kick myself. You ah oh, for not catching that. Ah, oh. <laughs> I think Mickey Thomas was still in the band at that point. Let me see. Yes. Yes, it was. Yeah, he's still there. He hadn't left yet. Good times. Great taste. Yes. I think there I think there's some you know, form like, of Starship quick, quick, that's uh, on tour this summer. I think there's some form of, of those guys, like the the two or three of them that are still alive. What? Yeah, I think they're doing something. It's not hot tuna either. I think Jack Cassidy might still be wow. alive and Grace Slick is still alive somehow. I don't know. Grace she I guess she is, isn't she? I think so. I don't think she, I don't mean you would have thought if any other one of them, anyone would be dead, it would be her. Right. But Cantner, uh, Cantner passed away, right? Here. I think so. I think he's dead. Yeah, there it is. Tour Starship featuring Mickey Thomas. Mickey Thomas? Okay. Yeah. You know what uh, else? He, you like what this, other big hit he sang on, right? Uh, way no Way Out was his, wasn't it? Oh, wait a minute. No, no, Fool Around and Fell in Love. He was the there vocalist you go. for Fool Around and Fell in Love. Go. There it is. Yeah. That's one of those where the artist, 
uh, and it was Alvin Bishop was giving giving credit for being the, the star. That was like uh, it's like uh, the one with uh, Grover Washington Jr. The one that Bill Wither- Withers yeah. sings. What is it? Just and, the two of us. Uh, just the two of us and Quincy yeah. Jones with uh, yes. James Ingram. Yep. yep. Yes. Uh, here's the Starship. Uh, if you want to see these guys this summer, coming this Saturday, uh, and this will be you'll have to miss Collision for this. Uh, Kettering, Ohio, at the one mix one hundred seven point seven Summerfest. I think that's a Cleveland station, so it's that's probably one of their big deals. Uh, you can see them in Gethsemane, Kentucky, at the Amp at Log Still on uh, Friday, June the thirtieth, July the first. Welcome to the Haynes Apperson Festival at Kokomo, Indiana. Hello. We go south of the border, July the seventh, Bryant. Right after uh, our Independence Day, you can head to Monterey, Mexico, at the Auditorio Cumbres to see Starship featuring Mickey Thomas. From there, uh, July 15th, Gathering on the Green in Maquan, Wisconsin. Okay. July 29th, it's Leakin, California at the Thunder Valley Casino Resort. August 12th, Mount Vernon Music and Artists Festival in Mount Vernon, Ohio. Back to the great show, the great state of Ohio. Uh, August the 18th, Richmond, Utah at the Cherry Peak Resort. Hopkinsville, Kentucky, as we continue to hip hop and scratch across the country. Back to the... <laughs> Commonwealth, uh, August the 25th, August the 26th. It's Buffalo Jam in Jamestown, North Dakota with Second Helping, which is a Leonard Skinner tribute and tripwire. Mm. You won't want to miss this one. Hastings Mobile Home Terrace, Minnesota. It's Rivertown Live at 4 o'clock with John Waite. Hastings, Minnesota hosts Starship on September the 9th at Rivertown Live and Bloomsburg Fair in Bloomsburg, Pennsylvania, Starship with special guest, one of your favorites, Richard mm-hmm. Marks, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, hey. Richard okay. Marks. And we finish up April the 5th of 2024 on the Blue Cruise 24 in downtown Miami. Don't miss Starship on tour live. Skipped right over North Carolina. Yeah, we missed it. I don't know what happened there. How do we, how do we not rate? We got a couple of casinos here. We got they can go they can play Cherokee. Yeah. We got a couple of half ass festivals they can play. Half ass, yeah, festival. We got we got we got some shitty uh I mean why wouldn't they play the whatever the Dixie Classic Fair is now? Is that the That's a good question? Classic? Yeah. That's a good question. Call yeah. that thing. Yeah, the like the uh, annex or the what do you call it the not the annex. It's like the Oh the fairgrounds. Yeah, I guess this is the fairgrounds what they call it. Fairgrounds. You know, here's a here's a quick uh, quick little uh, fun fact about uh, Jefferson Starship. My first two albums when I was a kid, when uh, I had finally was making money, and the first two albums I purchased myself, yeah, were and I bought these at the same time, same day, same time, were uh, Billy Joel, song uh, Billy Joel, The Stranger, <clears throat> okay, and Jefferson Starship Earth. Well, that was pretty pretty strong. Those are pretty uh-huh. good purchases. Yeah, I won. Um, I won a copy of Nuclear Furniture off of ninety nine point nine Kiss FM, but they sent me the Go Go's Vacation. What? Yeah, which is fine. I was gonna say, hey, that's fine. fine. That's fine. fine. It's not bad. It's not not as good as BD and the Beat, bad. but it's not, good. not a bad. Yeah, it's fine. It's a good one. Um. Anyway, they end up with all everybody in the ring, and they're all touching the belt, and they're all going to face off against each other. It's uh, Shibata Garcia, Zach Sabre Jr., and your uh, AEW International Champion, Orange Cassidy. Alex Marvez, what a great chance to see Alex Marvez, man. I'm glad we saw him tonight, aren't you? Anytime is a great time to see Alex Marvez, brother. 
<laughs> anytime that. is a great time for the great taste of McDonald's. And anytime <laughs> Alex Marvez can grace your screen, that's just a good time. He walks up hey, to Will Osprey. Let me ask you something real fast. How, how do you like uh, Zach Sabre Jr.? What, do you, what is your opinion of him? Oh, I like him. I'm quite okay. fond of him. I think he's a great worker, and I like I like him a lot. Okay. I, I don't know that he has a very distinctive style. He reminds me somewhat of a – this is going to sound harsh – a great value version of uh, Sling Blade <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's Which fair. is fine. I mean, if you're going to if you're gonna copy somebody's style or, you know, if you're going to be, like, compared to somebody, that's not bad, even if you're, like, a knockoff of that guy. So you don't you, – you think – He's way below, like, Will Ospreay. No, I don't think he's way below. I think he's, like, he's maybe on Juice's level. Zach, to me, is, like, uh, right about where Juice is. Like, Sling Blade is a better worker than all of them, and he's up there with, um, let me think of somebody else. He would be up there. Well, I think Ospreay's, Ospreay's a little bit below those. Now, some people would disagree with that, and they'd say Osprey's. I mean, Osprey the past couple of years has gotten that nod as like the best worker in the world. I right. think I, I think Jay White's a better worker than Will Osprey is right now. I think to he me, looks more agile in the ring. Uh, to you know, to, moving around. To me, he's he's a little crisper. He moves a little better. Uh, his body looks fantastic. I I I think Sling Blade's top of his game right now. Honestly. Yeah, I know it's crazy, right? He's as strong as he ever was in NJPW. And I, I, you know, it took him, it took him a second to catch on because it did. I, I remember when I first saw him back in ROH and he came in and I'm like, you know, I don't know who this guy is. And then slowly, it was like a slow burn on me, man. It's like, okay. And right about the time he came to the first, uh, WrestleCade a couple, two or three years ago, I was, by that time I was really getting into him. And so it's just, it's just crazy. How he just keeps getting better. I mean, more popular, I think, you know. He's he's top of his game. I, I think he's, yeah. he's good. He's as good as anybody. Like him against Brian Danielson would be fucking tremendous. Him against CM Punk would be unreal. Him against Ricochet would just be crazy. I mean, God. dudes like that, they could just blow the roof off of any place right there. Well, do you think they do? Well, and it's probably an obvious question, I guess, obvious answer. Do you think they need to give Jay White a run with uh, the title? And AEW, that's another one. I don't know. I don't think he needs it. I'll be honest with you. And I thought, as much as we bitched about different factions coming in, that Bullet Club Gold thing is fucking working. Give credit where credit is due. I would have thought, oh God, here's another faction, and oh God, we're going to recycle the Bullet Club. That shit is working. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, well, it's just a Bullet Club. I mean, it's got the Bullet Club label on it. That helps. And I don't have nothing against that it faction. I mean, hurt. I mean, it's, 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 it's you know, it's an OG faction. But these, it is. These, Plus, they just these, they, you know right right now what they've done is they're, they're just going to fuck stuff up, which is great. <laughs> I mean, it's exactly what they need to be. Plus, I actually think Juice is, is a better worker than he has been. I think he's getting better. I think he's getting too. better too, definitely for sure. I mean, he's an ROH guy that I've, I've I swear I first saw him too. I think he's he's a good he's a good wingman to have a really good kind of. Sort of the solo Sokoa role is is what he's got to be, kind of that kind of dude. And he is the guy that can can eat the pin for you if you need him to, which I think he did the other night on that six man match on Collision. Yeah, you know, you know who he reminds me of in in that aspect would be like a Trick Williams to uh, yeah. 
to a Carmelo Hayes. There you go. I, I think I think the juice has got it going on. And if he ever if they ever somewhere down the road and it would be way down the road, do a thing where they turn him against Jay White, that would be money too. But that's Oh, that that's coming. That's, you know, way, that's coming. Just like Trick Williams and 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 um Carmelo, that's coming too. They're going somebody's gonna turn on somebody. Yep. That's gonna that's you don't need to do that now. You don't need to rush that. That can that can wait for a long time. Oh no, um, yeah, for sure, man. Alex Marvez backstage walks up to Will Ospreay, who is just getting to the arena. Marvez asked Osprey about disparaging Canadian fans ahead of Forbidden Door, and Osprey says he's receiving like death threats and shit. And that's when Don Callis goes up and talks about the awful Canadians and how he's going to get him military level <laughs> protection and security for Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> now that's funny. I, I got to give Don Callis again props for props are due. You know, sometimes being- he cracks me up, man. I will say, sometimes he's funny. We're being exceedingly fair tonight. You know that. We're being like really super fair to people. What the hell's going on, man? Is this because we have no sunshine <laughs> for the last week? We're deprived. Uh yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. No, I hate the, the forecast for Sunday got a lot better. So maybe it changes every day, man. Sunday. I know. It's nuts. So I grew up, I told I people don't know this. I grew up in the rainiest county in North Carolina. It's one of the rainiest areas in the in the nation. And and Anytime we have like this kind of shit where it's like five, six, seven days, I start again. I get PTSD. I start shaking and jerking and trembling, you know, because I get some some bad vibes. I, I just have all these memories of being in high school and shit back in when the, the the April and May showers would come as we were getting ready to get out of school. And I remember in high school just water cascading off of the breezeways like fucking waterfalls. <laughs> that shit happened all the time. Um, God, man. video package. That's what's been around here lately, man. Oh, it's been nuts. It's been stupid. I mean, there's a reason I moved away. I thought (laughs) we learned from a video package that AW Women's Champion Tony Storm will defend her title against uh, Willow Nightingale. It was a pretty good promo. That little package is pretty good. That's not bad. I thought Willow represented herself pretty well in that whole situation. She Um, continues to grow on me, too. I agree. And I think Tony Storm to me looks stronger and stronger as champion. You know, don't you don't you think when she, she there's I don't think there's maybe a stark difference, but there's a difference in her from the time she got there till now. I think she is just it feels like it feels like she's much more confident, M- more confident, more at home yeah. kind of thing. You know, I think she's got I think she's a better promo, a better uh, promo. Her, yes, I think her work's gotten better, but I think her work was always pretty good. Oh yeah. She's, she is a really, I mean, in a women's division, that's not that great. Like she stands out. Obviously Britt Baker's a really good worker. And then God, we don't know what's happened to Soraya. Do we? Soraya has been, <laughs> it's like, it's like undisclosed, man. What the hell? <laughs> this is just the weird shit that happens in AEW. It's like somebody's there and all of a sudden something happens and uh, okay. we're we're not talking about them anymore. They're done. Yeah, they're just not saying, not even making up shit. They're just not saying anything. It's just like, oh, I don't know what's happening there. Uh, Statlander defeated Taya Valkyrie. I mean, that match was was fine for, for what it was. Um, yeah. I don't feel I like great good. I, I like Statlander, man. She, she's okay. I'm not a, I'm not a huge, I, I don't connect the way that other people have with her. Uh, I think the, the, when they, when they brought her back, I thought they did it in a pretty good way. Yeah, I, I felt bad for her, you know when she 
got hurt those times and and kept coming back and and whatnot. But I think she was work. She worked on her promos. Like this time when she came back, her promos are so much better now. Oh yeah, yeah. She's so much better. And I just, I just, I just like her, man. I'm so good for her. And you know what? I was thinking too, man. I don't. You 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 watch the um the like the May Young tournament, that first May Young tournament, and the. The, the sure. guys' version of that, whatever the, they did, the, I forgot the title. Of it. Was it you Dusty? Know, was it was the Dusty one? No, or was it something else. I, the Dusty it was, was a tag I team. Think one. They just, yeah, Dusty was tag team. I think this that one was just maybe I'm wrong, but it seemed like that was just like called the you know the junior heavyweight championship or some maybe. shit. I don't know, but anyway, I just remember a lot of these people now are pretty big that was in that, and that I remember seeing in that in, in like um, well Ty Mello, she was in mm-hmm. there. Um, uh, so another female we were just talking about. Um, oh, Tony Storm. Tony Storm. She was yeah. in it. Yeah. Um, was the May Young people, and there's there's been others, but just talking about who we've been talking about here just now, and then the guys. It was like Zach Saber Jr., Will Osprey was in it. Um, uh, who else? Is somebody else we we're talking about just now. But anyway, it's just weird how these guys have, have really matured since way back then, whenever the hell that was when they had those. It is true. Uh, Eddie Kingston's in the ring. Thanks to crowd for their ovation. He has to put a shirt on because he just had surgery. He ate a lot of ice cream. <laughs> uh, Kingston said there were a lot of things going on. Doesn't agree with, including someone he thought was on his homeboy. But despite not liking the Bucks, he hates Cassidy more. Moxley emerges from the crowd and he comes to the ring to face off with Kingston. Mox said Kingston is drawing a line at Forbidden Door, which Kingston interrupted. Said Moxley drew the line, teaming with that scumbag. Kingston fired up. He said he wanted uh, Moxley to say something because he wouldn't. Kingston just announced the fifth man for the Forbidden Door was Ishii. Here comes Ishii to the ring as Brian Danielson, Wheeler Yuta, and Claudio Castagnoli hit the ring. I just want you to notice again, as we, you and I have pointed out, that Wheeler Yuta is the one of these things. It's not like the other guy in this faction. He once again took the ass whooping tonight. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> It was, again, the guy that took the ass whooping. As uh, Brian Danielson said, he was going to stomp in Ishii's head if Okada didn't come down. So there's Okada who comes down to the ring, and then the, the, the good guys take control. And then Okada puts the Rainmaker on uh, Yuta, and then there you go. Yeah. <laughs> well, go. man, all right, I'm going to be honest on, on this. I, and and – you know, all props to Wheel Yuta, whatever. But I, I, I just when when he first came in, it was like he was seems like Tony, just another dude when he first. Not this is before Blackpool Combat Club and all that stuff. I thought he, I, you know, I was going to give him a chance, and I gave him a chance. I've given him a chance, and he is just not grown on. Let's talk about all these people that have grown on me. He is somebody that has not grown on me, man. I don't dislike him. I just don't see. I he he doesn't belong right. with those guys. I'm His with style you. is not. I mean, he's just kind of he's just a jag. He's just another guy. I, I'm sorry. I mean, I'm not no disrespect. That's just how I feel. And yeah, I, I, you I'm know, I, I get you, man. I totally get you. Um, here is your lineup for Forbidden Door Sunday on pay per view. It's going to be on the BR Live thing, and we can actually watch this if you want to after we're finished with the uh, Speedball Mike Bailey and friends, if you'd like. Okay. Um, the pregame show is Athena versus Billy Starks, Kenneth Michael Omega against Willie uh, against Will Ospreay for the IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship. They're not saying this as I guess that's the main, supposed to be the main event. 
But I thought they were putting Danielson and Okada as the main event, which really I thought so too. What did you say was be. supposed to be the main event? Maybe Kenny Omega and Will Ospreay. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That's interesting. Uh, I, I, I think eventually, I think the show closer should be Danielson and Okada because I don't think you can follow that. I'm sorry. I don't know, man. Both of them should be pretty hot. Those are those are two good matches. I mean, that's to me that's worth the price of admission right there. Those two matches yeah. right there. Uh, Sonata against Jungle Boy with Hook. For the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship, that's yeah, no. no. That's kind of weird to me. I don't know. Well, you don't. I mean, nobody, I like Jungle Boy, but it's just kind of a weird. Nobody really thinks Jack's going to win it. I mean, come on. I mean, he could, I'm sure he'll have a good match, but whatever. Right. Uh, MJF versus Tanahashi. That should be pretty good. That That's kind of one that, that could steal the show if those guys yeah. do their shit. Um. Jericho Appreciation Society, Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara and Minoru Suzuki versus Sting, Darby Allen, and who was the player to be named later on that one? There's well, it's funny because Orange Cassidy, I mean Orange Cassidy, goddamn, Darby Allen said uh, uh, that he would tell them who it is at Forbidden Door, and then at oh. the end of the show they said they would announce it on Collision. On oh, Collision, so. okay, that makes sense. That does kind of make sense. Uh, the Blackpool, the Combat Club, Moxley, Wheeler Yuta, Claudio Castagnoli, Kamsuke Takashita, and Umino. That's weird. Against yeah. the Elite, Eddie Kingston, and Ishii. Okay. And CM Punk versus Satoshi Kojima. That's a Owen Hart tournament first round match. Again, they're kind of, they're kind of giving CM Punk the short shrift on that one. It seems like a little bit, maybe. Maybe. But then again, that's one of those where he could just tear the fucking house down and, and steal the show. Well, he's capable. I mean, he's only done it for 25 years now. So, uh, Laurent Cassidy against Zack Saper versus Shibata and uh, Daniel Garcia. That's a four way for the AEW International, which, as far as four ways go, which we've shown a disdain for, that's not a bad one. Yeah, you know, give or take it, to be honest. Uh, and Tony Storm against Willow Nightingale, which should be a decent match for the women's championship. That's should a pretty be. good lineup. Yeah, a good lineup for uh, Forbidden Door. Sunday pay per view BR Live, and then I think it's available on NJPW around the world for the rest of the world. Okay. So to our friends, uh, to Belkish and to uh, Paul Jacques and our friends who are in Europe, I believe they'll be able to sign up on New Japan Pro Wrestling and be able to see that on NJPW World. Save a couple bucks. Very cool. I have to be honest. I, I you know, overall, I, I'm it's okay for Ben Door, but the the two main events we're just talking about, those two right there, just to me, are the whole show. I, 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 there, there might be some other breakthrough matches. You know, I'm sure somebody will surprise me out of those other matches at some point. You know, be like, whoa, you know, I didn't expect all that, but just looking at it on paper, those are the two that really only really get me um, kind of pumped up for it. And we always do this as Sorry. a quick check. Switching to WWE and Money in the Bank is coming up. We're only about a week away, a little more than a week away from Money in the Bank live from London. I was listening to yes. I was listening once again to Brian Last and the Cornette. Like, well, why is it starting at two in the afternoon? <laughs> you guys really you really don't know? Come on, really? man. Really? You're not a. You're not Did a they not know it was in London? Is that what it was? I they don't know if they've been following the fact that it was. You know, it was like the place that's six hours ahead of us. I don't know if they figured that all out. But you know, even if they didn't know it was in London and they saw it was at two, you know what I would say? 
I'll be like, I bet it's in London or somewhere. <laughs> Listen, why are we starting in two? Because uh, we're wrestling not, at flea not in the U.S. We're, we got a flea market somewhere in like Sandusky, Ohio. That's where we're wrestling. So that's why they have to start it at two. Yeah, that's what we're doing. Bryant, we know quickly who the star of SmackDown is. There's no, no question about that. Who is the star of WWE's Raw program? Right of now. Raw, of Raw? Yeah, who is the star of Raw right now? Oh, uh, you put me on a spot like this, man. I know, uh, right? Uh, the star of Raw uh, is, is uh, okay, Cody? Supposed to be Cody. Am I wrong? No, no, supposed, supposed to be Cody. To be, okay. Supp- I would say it's, I would argue that probably it's either Seth Rollins or Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Okay. I think okay. E- either yes. of those guys, yes. I think, are actually the stars more than Cody is, who finds himself in this interesting but bizarre feud with Dominic Mysterio, who finds himself as the second most over heel in the whole company. <laughs> Is it possible that Dominic Mysterio is now, and by default, okay, the three biggest heels in wrestling right now, Roman Reigns, MJF, and Dominic Mysterio. Tell me when I'm wrong. Tell me when I'm wrong. I mean, uh, you're not. You keep going. So Roman Reigns is by far number one. Which one of those other people is number two right now, Brian? (laughs) Woo. Dominic may be the number two heel in all the fucking wrestling right now. Hey, he may could, have passed you, MJF. He, you could argue that, man. You could certainly argue that. And I'm going to say it's not all because of him. It's because of that woman that's next to him that's really helped him out a lot. I mean, Rhea Ripley is – what a year Rhea Ripley is having. She's she's like having <laughs> the – she may be having the best year of anybody in that company right now. Well, she she went wire to wire in that – in the uh, – um, what with the the women's Royal Rumble, right? Yeah, she did, and won it, and then yes. now she's world champ. So yeah, I would say that's a pretty hot resume for this. She's year. having a crazy year. I mean, with all due respect, everybody else in that company is having a great year, including Jimmy and Jay Uso, including Solo Sokoa, including Sammy and Kevin. I don't want to leave them out. I think Seth is having a good year. I think Becky's on her, on her comeback trails. I think Rhea Ripley is is the maybe the MVP of WWE right now. And, and maybe and the, and the freaking people love her, man. Oh, she's it's that outrageous. Pe- it's, she, she's hard. You're not going to get her booed. It, you, it's it's hard to get booze for her, man. It really is. Yes, Dominic Mysterio may be the number two heel in all of wrestling, but yet she's with him, and he's getting all the number two booze <laughs> in all of wrestling. How's that happen? So weird. Because I was my my roommate from college texted me today, the great Brian Coggin, who is a auxiliary member of Front Row Section D. And he goes, I got to say, Dominic Mysterio, what did he, what did he say? Is he, yeah, I'm just going to say that Dom Mysterio is great and I'm currently my favorite in WWE. And I, I texted him back. I said, he's pretty awesome. And he goes, the whole stable is great, but the heat he draws is next level. And I said, well, Finn is out of place, but Finn's a really great worker. I would never say that Finn's not a great worker. No. Finn just looks like a fish out of water. Pardon the pun, Finn fish. I get it. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> Yeah, a little bit. I've, I've kind of—it's kind of grown on me a little bit. I, that I, is I just, weird. Like, <laughs> we just came to the conclusion that Dominic Mysterio is the number two heel in all of us. 
Oh my God, that is just too. What a weird year 2023 is. I I know, man, and and oh. it's you know, it, and I think it's legit heat, man. I don't. Oh, think it's, it's no. I, I don't think it's X Pac heat or anything. No, he's. I mean, you can. We talked about this when he started out, and you were kind of like, I don't know, he's a kid of Rey Mysterio, and I understand that from the beginning he was put in the ring with people who would make him look good, and they did exactly that. Yeah, he put like yeah. Seth when Seth Seth made him look great in some of those matches when he was extremely green. But then, like his acumen at picking up the business when he turned heel, oh my god, he took yeah. to it again like a fish out of water. He just took that thing. It, he was crazy good. Well, you know, there's going the, the day is going to come at some point. Rhea's going to go face again because she's going to have to. People just love her too much. It's 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 hard to make her a heel with that faction right now. Even I though just, even though she kind of fits in, you know, her persona kind of fits in with all that stuff. But I think the one day is going to come. She's going to she's going to pick him up in the ring and body slam him, and the place is going to go freaking. It's going to be like the Sami Zayn turn on on Reigns and Jey Uso's kick on Reigns. It's going to be that level. You know, well, I hope happens. it's not. I hope we don't get that Vince Russo bullshit where he finds a secret tape of her making out with another guy or something. I hope it's the other way around where she has a tape of him with another chick. That's what and I was going that, to say. That, that would all. be. That's what fucking needs to happen, and she needs to whoop his ass. And my God, that needs to happen. Like, at, I, I don't know if it needs to happen at like uh, Survivor. It needs to open, happen at one of the big ones, I Survivor think so. Series yes. or like Royal Rumble or even WrestleMania. That's, yes, that, that, that needs to just happen. They, they, they got. They can't let it go too long though, because it, it, it's got a chance of getting stale. You know. Yeah, but you can't. You can't do it as quickly as SummerSlam. You, I think you got. No, I want to say you Survivor oh, no. Series. Mm -mm. Yeah, I'd say Survivor Series time. That'd be about right. That'd be amazing. All right, here's what we have so far for Money in the Bank. <clears throat> July 1st, live on Peacock from 2 or 2.30 in the afternoon or something from the O2O Arena. I'm sorry, the O2 Arena. My apologies, the, English the, the, the Oxygen Arena? Is that yeah, what this is? <laughs> Arena. I don't know. I think O2 is, I don't know, is that a communications company or something? Pardon my know. ignorance on English I, culture. Man, if you don't know, you know I don't know. I mean, I know, like, I know, like, I like the Spurs. They're they're really good as a soccer team. Oops, football. Nah. The bloodline, Roman Reigns and Solo Sakua taking on the uh, Usos, Jay and Jimmy Uso. Boy, Roman got his head kicked off again. That looks so good. Oh, he's getting his head kicked off on, oh, <laughs> tell you what. They, um, I don't know what's going to happen on uh, this week's SmackDown, and I don't know how he's going to get some of his heat back. Probably he's going to end up laying them out somehow, some way, and I don't know how he's going to do it. Okay, I've got, I've got a, I've got a theory. All right, but don't you think that he's going to bring up some more of of his family members somewhere, like uh, maybe uh, Jacob Fatu, for instance? Boy, so we have the opportunity to see Jacob. Like, uh, well, I don't know. Well, he's, I mean, I guess he'll fulfill his his booking, <laughs> but it, it might not be sat. It might not be Friday, but maybe during at the pay per view. You know, when they do the, well, the bring back Alpha and Sika, like Alpha and Sika to try to try to mediate somebody, this whole situation. yeah, somebody. You bring back Alpha and Sika, and, and Roman thinks he, they're going to be on his side, and they're not. That'd that would be, be that'd be that good. Be that'd be good. Right. Uh, we'll pose that question if we get to see him on if we get to talk to him on Sunday. See if he, we'll see. see if he spills anything. 
Oh, he's got to be cool. He's got to keep know. a cool tool. He's not going to tell some jabronis hey, like us what the hell is happening. Hey, I'm just curious. Are you getting on any flights, international flights, anytime soon? Maybe. Just asking. I hear it's really hard to get off the planes at Heathrow. I understand you have to wait quite a while to disembark. <laughs> <laughs> just for example. What are those COVID requirements as far as the vaccinations over in England? Are they you, anybody happen to know those offhand? Anybody? 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 Jacob? Anybody? Anybody? Oh, that's good shit. <laughs> I don't know which way that one goes. The Usos have a tremendous amount of like momentum right now. Oh yeah, people love them, man. They're just like Rhea Ripley. You can't make them heels. They had to turn face, man. Um. Seth Rollins against Finn Balor, singles match for the heavyweight championship. I mean, the work in that one should be good. I don't know if there's a lot of heat around that match, though. They've tried to, they, they've tried to, what do you call it? Uh, when they try to speed shit up. Oh, yeah. They try to hot shot it. Hot shot it. This, I think man. that shit's been hot shotted, man. Yeah. It's a little, pour a little hot sauce on there. Cody against Dominic Mysterio with Rhea Ripley. Well, this is where, I mean, isn't this one like, I hate to say this. You're going to kill me for this. This is where we see Brandy come out of the crowd to neutralize Rhea Ripley. Oh, God. Right? (laughs) (laughs) That is the correct reaction. (laughs) No, just no. I hope not. No, I want this to be a one fucking off and on we go with Cody's adventure, you know? Brandy gets to slap Rhea Ripley or something like that. Oh, that, that would be bullshit. That would take away so much of Rhea's heat. Oh God, I would hate it if they did that. Jeez, no, don't no, just oh no. Women's match, Zelina Vega, Becky Lynch, Zoe Stark, Bailey, EO Sky, Trish Stratus. Hey, I've got an idea about this about this Cody thing. What if what if Brock Lesnar shows up and and you know does something to Cody and knocks him out and Dom gets the win? You know, that'd be great. I'll, I'll accept that. Although I hate Brock interfering, but that's that does make total sense, actually. And it would set up, you know, the final. You know, they're going to go one more round, and it set it up it, kind of nicely for SummerSlam. Why isn't Raquel Rodriguez in this Money in the Bank match, dude? Um, did you did you see her get knocked out the other day? Yeah, I, I think they're make. I think they're going to turn her heel, dude. I think they're going to turn her heel on Becky. Okay, well that's fine. I mean, a, a program with her and Becky would be good, but I think she's got. I think she's got a ton of momentum right now. I think she's got too. Yeah. Well, I, I think that whole getting live, live getting hurt, and then and, and losing the belts. I think that kind of, kind of put a little chink in the armor there on her. Yeah. Just as far as the momentum goes, but I think, uh, but I think she's she's not totally gone or anything. Yeah. I, I, but I think there's a reason that she lost. I think that's part of them building her up. She's a, she's a straight up, but she's got such potential as a straight up baby face. I know. I don't think, yeah, I don't think they, if that's what they're doing, that's what it seems like they're doing. Don't you think it seems like they're doing? Because she was really pissed off acting when uh, Becky when made lost. her lost, lose the match, you know? Maybe so. so. It just seems like they're going to turn her heel. She's but got, yeah, she's I just got, don't think they've built her up enough as a, as a baby face. She's got such a great look. I mean, she, she really, and, and I think like, she could do the girl power thing where she high fives little girls at ringside and shit like that. I just see that. That's where I see her. But I mean, I, I could see her as a great heel too. It's fine. She could probably be a pretty amazing I, heel. And that's the thing, what you just said, man, because that's a perfect, they need an, I, I think the, the fans need another, ba- or WWE, whatever. 
need needs another Bailey type character, and she would be like you said. I think she'd yeah. be perfect for that. You She's know? right there. She's right in that sweet spot. Um, the men's money in the bank is Ricochet versus Shinsuke. L.A. Knight, Santos Escobar. Why is he in this match? <laughs> They're really trying to push that dude, man. I like him oh, a lot, and I remember him. He he's a he's a lucha underground fella. So okay, know, I, I got so you know. So is Ricochet. So that's why he's so that Ricochet. Guy. Yes, uh, Butch is also in this match. Damian Priest is in this match. Logan Paul is in this match. I'm I'm just getting the vibe they're going to put Logan Paul over on this thing. Yeah, I don't know. But truly, if if it was the if you were going to put somebody over, I'd say Damian Priest or LA Knight would be the guy. I think they both have a lot of momentum right now. I yeah, they need to do something with Priest for sure. If he doesn't win this, they because I think they're kind of and that's the problem right now. I think and it's a good problem, I guess, if you want to have a problem. But those two, Priest and uh, LA Knight, that is. I think they're kind of on the same level of, of peaking right now, as far as, you know, they're being at their best and the crowd being kind of hot for them, whether they're, you know, booing them or, or cheering them. So I could see that, but yeah, they need to do something with Damien priest, get him a belt of some sort. He came out of Puerto Rico. I just thought white hot. I mean, I thought he was, Oh my God. Yes. I mean, he was just crazy hot coming out of there. Um, did you see dark side of the, uh, ring with, uh, Matt Bourne? I did. I did. Who knew that guy was into drugs that heavily, huh? Man, I tell you, I, I see, that's another one I like. Uh, uh I was telling somebody, I like the, uh, th- this is the perfect dark side of the ring that I like that. I knew who the person was. Right. I knew a little bit about them, right. you know, the kind of the basics, but I didn't know, you know, not 80% of the stuff that they told us about you know, the behind the scenes stuff I did not know about how bad it was and, and all that stuff. So, but those dark side of the rings to me are just the best. Plus there's no, like, there's no ambiguousness where you're like, like at the end of the Magnum TA, it's like, well, he's not such a bad fellow. This one was like, Oh, this guy, this guy's a piece of shit. <laughs> I mean, they tried like, <laughs> Oh, he loved his kids. And he was up and like, well, he assaulted like his wife when she had a baby in her arms. So I don't know how, Great a father he really was there. Uh, yeah, that um, that's a pretty big, uh, pretty big damper to have over you. That's a tough one to defend, right? It is a very tough one to defend there. How did he hit you? Uh, yeah, yeah, I had an infinite in my arms. Oh Lord, that's not going to be good. Yeah, I see. I, that's exactly that's exactly something I didn't know. That I'm like, oh my god, mm-hmm. he really is an asshole. Yeah, it was. It was interesting because that character both elevated him and then killed him. I mean, it was, you you know, and here's the thing. I don't know about you, but, and I I guess we're about, you know, saw mid Atlantic about the same time when he and Buzz Sawyer both were in the, you know, kind of at the same time. And they were kind of like mid Carters, but, and, and never in a million years did I ever get the impression that they were as, you know, off the damn chain as they both were. But I don't think they presented it as characters like they they ended up doing back, you know, in in Mid-Atlantic, they were very straightforward type guys. So it was just when I discovered how crazy those two fuckers were, it was just, I was just, I don't know. I think I was just a little bit shocked. I'm like, wow, I'm just Buzz Sawyer, really? Those Buzz Buzz Sawyer promos were pretty crazy. You would think they were an emotionally disturbed person, but again, you would be like, "Eh, that's a work. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> like they were they were some crazy shit back in the day. Uh, any closing thoughts on another award-winning episode of Katie Vick is Alive Alive? Uh, closing thoughts. Um, well, you know, God bless Rampage. I hope, I hope it sticks with us, but if not, then oh well. Yeah, who cares? Yeah. Like, uh, fuck Rampage. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, it's just, I, I never, it's just never worked for me. The strategy is for them to throw like a bunch of programming at Warner Brothers Discovery because they've got an option for next year. And apparently the option they've got is going to be pretty cheap. And so they're like, okay, we're going to give you all this. And then obviously you're going to renew us when the thing comes up in 24. Clearly. Um, you think? I think that's what they're trying to do. It's like, look at all this. We've, we've added this. We've added this for you. We've added this for you. We've added, you know, we've done this. Does quality count? No. <laughs> it's just quantity. Okay. Okay. Well, it's then, quantity. damn, they got it wrapped up. Yeah. I the contract for sure. They as, Mike, as Michael shit. Scott said, would you rather have uh, a good amount of okay pizza or would you rather have a small amount of really good pizza? Gosh, I know, man. I, 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 I've had that question posed so many times. The home run and what he needs to go for and what he wants to go for is the sweetheart deal that Peacock gave to WWE where they buy up the pay-per-views, put them on Max, and put up the whole catalog of AEW stuff on Max. And that includes ROH and everything. That'd and that's great. Yeah, That's the hard sell that he's trying to get to with these guys. Hey, we've got thousands of hours of blah, blah, blah. You need subscribers. Unfortunately, you can't name a streaming service that's not hemorrhaging cash. Right now. <laughs> you just can't. There's, uh, I, I saw a guy the other day goes, you know who's winning the streaming wars? Sony, because they're not fucking streaming. <laughs> Paramount's bleeding cash. Universal's bleeding cash. Is anybody going to sign up for MGM Plus? Anybody? Obviously, Discovery, Warner Brothers Discovery is bleeding cash. I think Netflix is not doing as well as they used to be, although they've kind of stabilized their losses. Hulu is about to be They keep absorbed. begging me to come back. I know that. <laughs> Hulu is uh, about to be absorbed as a panel, a little thumbnail on Disney+. Plus. I mean, they're, everybody's trying to figure this out, and they're all just bleeding money right now. You've got people on Wall Street, you've got consultants on Wall Street begging Paramount to stop Paramount Plus. Please, God, stop Paramount Plus. You are hemorrhaging money right now. <laughs> Get a tourniquet on that thing. That's the home run for Tony, and that's the deal that he wants to get is to make the sweetheart deal for a lot of money with the WBD guys for them to put all their, their shit on Max. Premium live events, whatever you want to call it, for $12.99, $15.99, 20 bucks, whatever it is a month that you pay for max with no commercials and to have all of the AEW catalog on there, all of the ROH stuff going back 22 years, 23 years, whatever the ROH thing goes to, and then have all just all of that stuff on there. That That is the, the dream for Tony Khan. And maybe because of the way that they do it, they could easily have like the replays the next day of Dynamite and Collision and God, Rampage. Right there on Max. I yeah. think that that's his sweetheart deal that he's going for. Again, he's working with a bunch of clowns. So it's a clown off, really, as we remember the great doing. <laughs> it's a clown off. You got Tony Khan, who's a clown. You got Warner Brothers Discovery, which is a clown show. It's a clown car. And you have Doink, who apparently like to smoke crack. So it's all, it's a clown off is what you have going on here, Brian. 
We're ending on a clown note. That's great. <laughs> Brian, available for your uh, social media interactions. Uh, Bryce Sports, BRY Sports on Twitter and also on the gram. Uh, Stanley Jackson 23 on the TikTok machine. If you want to interact with us on the Twitter machine for our show, it is at Katie Vic Alive. We would love to talk to you and sign up and follow and all of those things. Uh, I am at Britt Whitmire, B R I T T W H I T M I R E. And on uh, Instagram, it's B Dub for Reels, B D U B number four, R E E L Z. And if you want to hear uh, me talk about politics with Brad Cranch, you can do that on the Brad and Britt show. That's at Brad and Britt if you want to do that. Our, um, our Amazon store is at katievick.com. It's katievick.com. And we just found out July 11th is Amazon Day. So that's going to be the best prices of the year, all that stuff. You're aware of that. If you would be so kind as to shop through our store at katievick.com, we would certainly appreciate it. We certainly do appreciate all of your support. Until next time, fans, we'll see you ringside. Fans, that'll do it for this week. See you next week. And until then, so long for now.